All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of What's What VR. We have a special guest with us today. We have Ms. Shaloy Willis from the Audubon Affairs. I guess the official title, you got one of those long ones, the Audubon's, you know, Vice President of Community Affairs. Did I get it right? Yes, Brandon, you got it right. It's a long name and a long title. Yeah, a little bit of long of everything. So I've got, uh, <laughs> got long domain names that we have to keep up with. Lots of type. So, but how was things? How are things for you today, other than melting? So yeah, we are doing well here at Audubon Zoo. Actually, all of Audubon Nature Institute this summer. Hope you are staying cool as well. We are with our cool zoo. I know that. Yeah. No. So I definitely want to talk. You know, on some of the cool zoo, but I guess just to kind of kick it into gear. You know, just you know, kind of what's a normal day? What do you do? Kind of make sense of that. You know, what is community affairs for somebody? Autumn and such. I think a lot of people probably primarily know like, you know, the aquarium and the zoo, but they don't realize there's so many other things that Autumn, you know, does. And, you know, what's that kind of short version? Reader's you're Digest. Abs- you're absolutely right. So yes, we manage Audubon Zoo and Audubon Aquarium, but we also manage Audubon Park which is from St. Charles Avenue all the way to the river behind the zoo. Uh, We manage Woldenburg Riverfront Park, which is, you know, right at the Mississippi River. We also have a species survival center across the river. We manage Audubon, Louisiana Nature Center in New Orleans East. And there's also a wilderness park on the West Bank as well uh, near our species survival center. So yes, we manage a family of parks and attractions uh, for visitors. And in community affairs, one of the great part of what I get to do is to make sure that our underserved community has an opportunity to visit Audubon's attractions. So we have a great program called Community Connect. It's a three-part program in which those who are underserved are able to visit our attractions. So for Orleans Parish residents who pay our millage to support our facilities on um, certain Thursdays of the month, they can visit the aquarium or certain Thursday of the month, they can visit the zoo. Uh, complimentary. They just have to go online and download the tickets. We also have a partnership with our library. It's called the Culture Pass. And so you can visit the library and get a pass to come visit Audubon Nature uh, Audubon Zoo or the aquarium on any day of the week that we're open. That's not a special event. And then if people are SNAP recipients, they can also go online, download a ticket to visit any day that they'd like with their party. And so that's the way that we involve uh, community here at Audubon Nature Institute to make sure that everyone has access to all of our attractions and programming so that we can share our conservation and education messages to the whole community. Wow, that's a lot. I had no idea. I didn't know that was, didn't know that was there. So it's, it's massive what you guys are doing over there. You know, just, I'm having trouble keeping up with my yard, much less, you know, a park, you know, all the way from St. Charles to the river. And then you've got, you know, the zoo and you know, just everything underneath there. You know, it's amazing, you know, what you guys do, you know, but to dive into that zoo for a second, just because we all know it is 1500 degrees outside, it's, you have the cool zoo. And I don't know if a lot of people in, you know, Baton Rouge even know that, you know, in some, I've heard a lot of people in, New Orleans have even, you know, kind of missed it. They just think zoo. And it's almost like even when they hear cool zoo, they just think cool. It's like, no, let me tell you, this is like, you can actually water park style zoo. (laughs) Absolutely. So for years we struggled with, you know, our attendance just kind of fell off the wayside in the summer because it is a little 
warm, as you say, 1500 degrees to spend outside, right, in July and August in South Louisiana. And so we said, you know, what can we do to combat that? And so, of course, the answer was a splash park right in the middle of our zoo. And so we have a wonderful splash park and a lazy river. It's called Gator Run. And that's our, our popular water attractions. And so we, Brandon, people come, they are actually like disrobing, you know, on the way out of the car, up the entrance plaza, handing in their tickets and running back to Cool Zoo, just so that they can cool off, get a nice shady spot and, and get their floating device so they can float around the lazy river. I was upset when I didn't know about it and went to the zoo, you know, I guess it was last year and just missed the boat or forgot the message. And it was like, all my kids looked at me and were like, you're telling me we can't go over there. Like, and we're sweating. We're, you know, then they're like, we can't go. I'm like, okay, well, maybe we're going to have to go. We're going to have to go, go buy a swimsuit. We're going to have to do something. And so it was, um, it kind of changed the game, you know, Absolutely. of course there, but I was, I was in the doghouse for a while. So, so <laughs> well, the good news is for those you... parents who do forget, we have a great gift shop in the cool zoo and you could, you could get, buy your swimsuits and your towels and be ready right there if you weren't Oh, ready when you well, can. That's, that's where I was, I guess I didn't make it clear because I was just having the flashbacks of them, tears in their eyes with me. That's where we ended up. And so it was oh, no. because not knowing. So tell me, what is, and you've mentioned a couple of times, you know, going online to get tickets. Is that the new norm is, or is, do you, can you still get tickets at the turnstile at the gate or is it only online? Absolutely. We just encourage online tickets, but absolutely you can walk up and purchase tickets. Now we'll say at Cool Zoo, we have what we call two sessions. So there's 10 to one and then two to five. So on the days that we're open, you have to pick one of those sessions. And in between, we just kind of do some housekeeping and cleaning and resanitizing and that. And so that you would need to be prepared for. But yes, you can walk up and purchase a ticket for the zoo and the cool zoo or, you know, the aquarium whenever you're ready to visit. Gotcha. And is, it would seem like this would be the place, you know, I know I grew up having birthday parties at the zoo and those types of things. Is this, can, can we do a party at the zoo? Like get kids and get them to run out far away in a contained <laughs> confined space. <laughs> Absolutely. We love birthday parties here. So we have uh, birthday party cabanas around our carousel area. And there are also birthday parties available at the cool zoo. There are cabanas at cool zoo that you can rent. And even if it's not a birthday party, if you just want to rent a cabana so that you know you have a space for your family or your friends to hang out for the for your time, that's also acceptable. But yes, we love birthday parties here. And yes, the kids can run wild and free. You can wear them out and they get in the car and they're passed out. And how does that work from a, because the cool zoo is inside of the zoo. Is it kind of a double ticket or like, do you want to go to the zoo after or before, depending on the session that you worked? Would that be a pick up another ticket to the zoo or is it, you kind of got an all encompass? So uh, it's two, it is you know, two separate access. tickets. So you would buy your zoo okay. ticket and then you would buy your cool zoo ticket. And if you do that online, you just make sure to put both in your cart. If you're already a member of Audubon Nature Institute, you would just go to our website and click on cool zoo ticket only and just pick your session. Mm. Yes. There we go. All right. And so how is, we're talking a lot about zoo, but just it's interesting. How is, you know, obviously, you know, animals are good, but is it, you know, the crowds moving through, are you seeing it? You said it drops a little in the summer, obviously, like I said, 1500 degrees, but you know, things are still, you know, good. Anything new, you know, happening over there or? 
So uh, actually here, this, it's great. We have uh, Rue is our new Sumatran orangutan infant. And so she was born on it was a Christmas Eve, I believe. And so she's just getting into the exhibit maybe four or five weeks ago. So we're really excited for our guests to be able to meet Rue, um, that we've had some great uh, social media stories about her and people can see how she's progressed. And now you can see her actually in her habitat with her mom, uh, Minari. And, and Rue helps us to tell the story of critically endangered animals. So we're really proud of the work that our animal care team, our vet staff and everyone here has done to make sure that she's healthy and she's thriving. And Rue, was that a crowdsourced name or was that something somebody just kind of came up with? Because it's very New Orleans. We did have know, a naming like, contest and of course Rue won. <laughs> there was, I thought that might have been, you know, something there. So tell me, is the, when, because you also have the aquarium and the aquarium is definitely not hot. You know, that's the cooler attraction, I would assume. And that's, how's that, you know, moving through? Is that everything's kind of getting bounced back because everybody's, you know, we had to close a lot of this during COVID and now everything's kind of back open well, again. What's, ex or what's exciting about the aquarium is we are under a major renovation. You know, the aquarium is 30 years old already, more than 30 years old. Wow. So what we did, Brandon, actually, as you mentioned the closure, our Audubon Butterfly Garden and Insectarium on Canal Street and the Custom House did close during COVID. Well, we have reimagined that attraction and it is now moving into the aquarium. So we're going to have a shared lobby. We no longer have the theater. And so um, that aquarium is going to be transformed into a cutting edge attraction that's going to help revitalize the um, downtown area that celebrates the Mississippi River. So we're really excited about that construction. Wow. That should be that should be exciting. I have to keep up and follow what's going on there. I didn't know. So tell me, is what if there's a, is there a message, you know, is it just getting families out and connected and also knowing the, the was it the community connect, you know, program, those yes. three different options. Mm -hmm. That's, is that the goal, you know, what kind of what we could help spread the word on today, or is there some other messaging that we'd want to talk about? So I just, you know, at heart, Audubon Nature Institute is a conservation organization. We are making a difference here locally and across the community. And what we want our guests and our members to know is that they, by coming here, they can learn a lot about conservation. They can take a part in conservation. So once you know about critically endangered orangutans and what, um, what stifles their growth or what, what has, is making them being endangered is palm oil or uh, land issues and things like that, you can be aware and you can be an advocate for conservation. So we wanna instill those messages. And so when you're here at Audubon Attractions, you're, you're having a great time and you're making family memories, but you're also learning how you can contribute to the, wealth, the welfare of the world going forward so that your children and their children and their children will know what an orangutan is, will know what a giraffe is or an okapi is or a shark is. And mm -hmm. so that everybody has a part to play in conservation. And that's what we want people to know. Yeah, and that's exactly that's where I was going to go. Towards on my mouth, it's you know everybody's got their part to do, you know, and it's about educating and learning, and finding and exploring new things. Which hopefully, I think you know, kind of, you know, it'd be neat to know like how many people maybe walked through you know one of the Ottoman you know attractions, and then that could have been a life changing moment you know for that person who's now 
into conservation or, you know, hey, I want to become a marine biologist or I want to do this, but it sparked, you know, right there, you know, in the city. And that's where what's so important with what you guys are doing, that it's conservation, but it's also sparking that and fanning that flame, you know, for children to take it to the next level. You know, I want to know more about this. And we call it edutainment, right? You are here, you're being educated in a fun way. And so it is more likely to stick with you and spark your imagination and, and get you to move. We're, we're participating every July. We participate in an eco challenge. It's called Plastic Free July. And that's really something very simple that people can do and learn about while they're here. We don't have single use straws. We don't have uh, um, water, plastic water bottles any longer. Our water is in, is in aluminum cans. We don't have straws and lids and um, we don't use paper bags. I mean, we don't use plastic bags anymore in the gift shops at all of our attractions. So we are, you know, small steps that anyone can take at home to help save the planet. Yeah. Now, is there stuff that if somebody, I'm sure there is, um, I'm guessing I'm kind of asking a loaded question, but, you know, for those, the, you know, a little bit older kids, you know, this is, it's more than just coming to, you know, see the tiger or the orangutan. Are there programs that they can get involved in you know, to help over the summer or to learn, you know, more or get more to take it kind of to the next level instead of just seeing the, you know, the habitat of the animal or reading the little placard about like, is there a way to take it you know, to that next level with Audubon or is that, you know, more it's like, no, they need to push that more on the school side of things. So we do push that on the school side of things. And, and right now we are, uh, we have zoo camp here that's happening now this summer. And so we are instilling in our campers those messages of how they can, you know, uh, save, uh, help us save the planet. And there's a, we have robust information on our website as well. And we'll be ramping up our education and outreach programs as we hopefully move to a post-COVID world and we can have more interaction. So right now it's really what you can learn here as a guest or as a camper or as a member at some of our events and attractions. And so we'll be getting more into the, you know, the hands-on and, you know, group things again in the future. Absolutely. And do you know, for anybody, so we're saving some time, you know, what does it cost to run through this, you know, the zoo? So actually we started something new called dynamic pricing, a little, um, earlier this head, it's called plan ahead pricing. So for instance, it's just really uh, based on supply and demand. So a ticket on Saturday might be a little more expensive than a ticket on a Monday. So that's why we really ask people to go online and purchase their tickets. So, I mean, it's, it, it, it really, um, I can't say what today's price is. I didn't go out there and check, but we, so we embarked upon dynamic pricing. So we do encourage guests to go to the website. That'll be the best way to get the best price mm-hmm. for their visit. Okay. Well, I appreciate you spending some time and kind of telling us what's going on over there. And it's just amazing the impact you've had on the community, you know, and the untold impact, you know, of what, you know, kids and how many, like I said, marine biologists we might have or, you know, conservationists that are out there. So I appreciate everything you've done there, you know, you are for the We are here to be a community asset and a community resource. That is our goal. And that is, that is what I try to do at Audubon here. And all of us here at Audubon try to do. Absolutely. And it's a big, you've got some big, big work cut out for you. So it's not, you know, like I said, it's hard enough for me to keep up with a yard, much less, you know, a park <laughs> and aquariums and construction projects and the permitting and everything that goes on that people don't realize. They just think maybe it's, you know, just somebody kind of build it and they will come. There's a lot more to it. No, so. Absolutely. A lot more to it. We well, appreciate, appreciate the opportunity you. to tell our story to your audience. 
Absolutely. We'd love to have you come back maybe, you know, after school kind of gets kicked off and, you know, gets going. I know y'all got, I'm sure the field trips start rolling in throughout the year, hopefully probably in the fall, I would hope, you know, where it's a little cooler, but. We had a great spring field trip season and looking forward to the fall field trip season. And we're gearing up for uh, Boo at the Zoo in October. So we'll, we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, that's what we should do. Let's do that one. So I appreciate it. I tell everybody you got more important things to do than talk to me all day. So I love I talking to you time. all day. Just make sure they visit AudubonNatureInstitute.org for all the information that they need. We will put a link to it out there. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brandon. Take care.